What's up, guys? Welcome to this episode of Fitness Business Secrets. I'm your coach, Brad Bedford, and today we have a solo episode with me, and I'm going to run through everything you need to do to help pre-handle objections. So, guys, let's dive straight in. So, I suppose one of the biggest frustrations we see inside of the sales process for fit pros is they get caught with really common objections and quite often they're not sure how to overcome them. And they spend a lot of time thinking of ways to become really good at objection handling. But one thing that I find really useful is how can we essentially set ourselves up so we can pre-handle these objections to get ourselves in the front row seat to make sure that ideally these don't objections even come up. Or if they do, we have a lot of information around them and we can help the prospect work their way through um, and get out of their own way. So there's a couple of real main objections that we see come up inside of the, the fitness industry. Obviously, Time is a massive one. People not having the time to commit to their health and fitness. People wanting to to go and think about it. Um, and obviously finances um, are sort of the top three. And then the last one that sort of rounds out the, the top four is the partner objection. And lots of these are things that we can definitely pre-handle or set ourselves up to make sure that um, if they do come up at the, um, you know, at the time that we have a bit more, I suppose, uh, tools in our toolbox to overcome them. So there's some really important questions that I like to ask. But I think the biggest thing when it comes down to actually running a sales consultation is first and foremost, we actually need to care about our prospect. We need to, you know, not go into the sales conversation just thinking we need to sign this person up because we need the money. We need to go in there from a place of wanting to help someone, from us wanting to figure out if they have a problem that we can even help them with. And then if they do have a problem we can help them with, then we can show them how our programs can work. But I think first and foremost, we have to start the conversation from a place of wanting to help, a place of not being sure if we can help them yet and asking good questions to see if their problems match up with a um, you know, program or an offer that we have. And if it does, we can obviously go through and explain how that works. So let me dive into a couple of questions that I like to ask um, to help pre-handle some of these objections, okay? So one thing you've probably heard me speak about before is going through and speaking uh, about someone's lifestyle factors, okay? Now, speaking about someone's lifestyle factors is going to help us get a bit of an understanding of what they're doing currently that may be taking them away from their goal, but it also shows us where they're spending some funds that they could potentially reallocate towards their health and fitness. So the analogy I picked up from a mentor of mine that I had, his name is Matt Ryder. Um, so the analogy is faster B. Okay, so we're going to go through and ask about fast food, alcohol, Starbucks, tobacco, entertainment, restaurants, and beauty. Okay, so that's actually what we're going to uh, ask them about. Now, 
Brad, what does that look like? I can hear you asking it already. So let me run you through how I would ask the question. Okay, and run me through, uh, Jenny, what does a sort of typical day of, of eating sort of look like for you? You know, breakfast, lunch, dinner, those sorts of things. You would then let them run through what that looks like. And then we would dive into each of the five. Okay, so so that makes sense. Now, run me through in regards to like fast food and, and those sorts of things. What does that sort of look like f- for yourself and the family? Like how often, what would you sort of, sort of normally go for? Okay, that makes sense. And alcohol, like how many sort of alcoholic drinks would you have per week? Get obviously a number. And like coffee, do you buy coffee at home? Do you do you buy it out on, on the road? What sort of coffee would you have? And do you smoke? Awesome. And and what do you sort of like to do for, for entertainment for yourself, sort of on weekends, after work? Okay, yep, yeah, that makes sense. And restaurants would you eat out at restaurants you know date night um going out with friends awesome and like how often would that be okay and then like what sort of things would you go for when you were at a restaurant in regards to like your food choices just so i can understand okay excellent and in regards to i suppose um you know like beauty routines massages sort of doing things for yourself what does that sort of look like in regards to like self-care okay that makes sense gotcha Okay, and and are you sort of open to to possibly reducing some of those habits that that may be taking you away from your goal? Would that be reasonable? Okay, and, and why is that? Okay, so that's essentially how we would role play that part of you know finding out what they're doing currently in regards to moving them away. It also helps us free up some funds. And they've agreed that they're willing to reduce that. So that's how how I would ask and pre-handle some of the money objection, okay? And the next one's going to be, obviously, is their partner. Is their partner supportive? Their partner objection is one thing that comes up a lot inside of fitness sales. So we ask a very simple question. That's great. And could I ask, like, is your partner you know, supportive of you learning the skills to to drop 10 kilos so, you know, you can have more energy and play with the kids? Or are you and I on some sort of secret mission? Okay. They'll then, you know, get my partners aware. Okay. Yep. Awesome. And like, um, is that like a recent conversation you have with them or something like they're just aware that you're looking to make a change? Okay, yep, that makes sense. So just again, just clarifying, getting where their partner is, seeing if their partner's on board, if they're on the call, those sorts of things, okay? Next one, obviously, is time. Time objections, people not having the time to either make the sessions or time to do the workouts um, if you're an online coach. So simply ask them what their schedule looks like. Now, um, simple question. Now, could you run me through your schedule? When would you be looking to get your training sessions in? Is it sort of morning or afternoon? What would work best for you? So get them to give you a bit of a a, a layout of what their schedule looks like when they'd be looking to work out. And then get them to commit to sort of three to four sessions per week. Whatever the minimum requirement you have for your clients is in regards to training, get them to 
sort of commit to those session times if you like. Now, here, I also like to see if I can get them to agree to an alternative if something comes up. So let's say the prospect I'm speaking to, their name's Jenny. Okay, Jenny, so you said you can sort of do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But if something was to come up at home or, or work or something you had to go in early, would there be possibly an evening per week you could make up that session or or even a Saturday? So here, you're just getting an alternative. You're trying to make sure, again, that they can commit to those sessions per week so they're going to be a good fit for the program, okay? So, so far, we've got some funds they can reallocate. We've checked in with their partner. We've got their schedule uh, in regards to what they can commit to in regards to training, okay? Now, the next one for me is really, really important. And this is one where you get people to, I suppose you can go back and help cover the I want to think about it objection. But the question goes, Ben, before you started speaking to me, were you out there looking for ways to help you, you know, insert goal so you could, you know, assert, insert what they told you they wanted to achieve or what were you doing? Okay. So were you out there looking for ways where, you could possibly, you know, lose the 10 kilos so you could have more energy to play with the kids or, or run me through, Jenny, what have you sort of been doing? Now, here they're going to tell you a couple of things. If they've been doing something, obviously you would already know a little bit, you know, they've been looking for a new program. Um, so if they say no, what stopped them? What stopped them from getting started with a program? Here they'll tell you all the objections they've used in the past so you can start to, again, if things come up, you can pre-handle, clarify. If they say, yes, they've been looking thing, looking for things, how long have they been looking? What stopped them from getting started with a program? Okay. So here, if someone's been looking for a program for six months and they haven't done something, the time hasn't been right, for example, you can just ask them, hey, and clearly understand you've been looking for a program for six months and the time hasn't been right. What what makes now the right time to to get started? Just so I could understand. So again, you can you can dive a bit deeper into these questions, get a bit of a deeper understanding before you move on. So you just have again, like you ha you have more tools in your toolbox when you get to the presentation phase. And should you need to, you know, overcome objections, you've got everything in your toolbox okay so there's some really powerful questions you can use to help pre-handle objections so as if you are um, someone who gets objections i definitely recommend going through looking at your sales script looking what you're doing currently adding some questions in that helps bring these up really early in the conversation because at the point when you're asking these questions your prospect is generally open. It makes sense to ask these questions. All of these things relate to the likelihood of them achieving their goals and is a, a problem that they're currently having. So if they don't have time, you can help overcome it. If they don't have their partner on board, you can dive a bit deeper. If their, um, you know, their food is terrible, you're making them aware of how much help they actually need with their food. So... That's hopefully you got some value 
from today's podcast, a couple of really simple questions that you can insert into your sales process straight away and start getting more information to pre-handle objections. If you do have any questions or you'd love to see the sales scripts that we have used to literally sell millions of dollars worth of fitness programs, please just reach out, send me a DM, Brad Bedford on Facebook, Brad underscore Bedford 87 over on Instagram, or you can head to our free group, Fitness Business Secrets, and check us out there. Thanks, guys.